This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to the Carrie Murphy Show, Straight Talk for the Soul, your weekly multivitamin for the body, mind, and spirit, hosted by Carrie Murphy. As an award-winning media personality, inspirational speaker, best-selling author, and soul success coach, Carrie is devoted to offering you energetic and practical insights to support you in claiming the inner worth, outer wealth, and optimal health you desire and deserve. And now it's time to get started with some straight talk for the soul. Let's welcome your host, Carrie Murphy. Everybody, welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. Uh, I'd like to extend a bright and beautiful good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world. Welcome home, everybody. This is a sacred space and a sanctuary to strengthen your spirit, to soothe your soul, and to provide resources and tools and insights uh, to support your soul's expansion and to support your upliftment, your healing, your clarity, and more. Um, We're here to assist you with that today. We're here to lighten up together, so thank you for being here. I want to ask my favorite question, what is the best that could happen today? Well, today my co-creative partner is Michaela Sheldon. I am like clapping, like yay, Michaela's back. Uh, We're going to talk about soul alchemy, quantum gateways for collective evolution. And wow, we are in the midst of a lot right now on our beautiful planet. Uh, So let's intend to be in the most open, receptive state to receive the clarity, the insights, and the messages that will support all of us most right now. I just trust and know that bountiful blessings are on their way to you. I just relax and breathe and open and receive. Um, We invite you to subscribe to this show. It is a free platform that you can access at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of our replays, including today's, on iTunes or YouTube. Um, Just type in Straight Talk for the Soul to find us there. Also, please connect with us further in our private Facebook group. Uh, It is a private group, so just enter in Straight Talk for the Soul, and we will... um, approve you right away and uh, on Instagram as well and Carrie Murphy to find me personally. My intention with today's gathering is for love and healing and soulfully soothing energy to flow through my voice and to flow through this entire sacred energetic space 
uh, with grace and ease, welcoming and inviting in the highest divine support and participation, which I'm feeling very strongly today throughout our time together. Uh, please write in. Let us know how you're feeling. Uh, send in your questions or comments in our webcast, and we'll be taking live callers later on in the show, so press star 2 to raise your hand if you've called in by phone. Now, a little information to lay the foundation for what we're going to talk about today with Michaela. Um, Soul alchemy is taking place right now on the multi-dimensional uh, levels. Lots of lots going on, and we're going to get into that with Michaela. Um, imagine all of your timeline potentials and past history shifting through a huge time machine, being equalized and integrated. This is what Michaela believes is taking place not only in our personal lives but on the planet as well. It is not an easy process, but well worth the effort if we're willing to uh, meet the rising energy differently than we have in the past as the earth vibrates faster we are receiving multiple opportunities to transform our reality to usher in the fifth dimension everything must change our monetary system businesses schools and our government uh, the beliefs that have sustained them have shifted dramatically causing a massive wave of energy that has been leveling hierarchies within we are literally bearing witness right now to a vibrational change of mass proportions affecting all areas of our material lives we have a lot of support right now regarding how to walk through these times of intense soul alchemy, and the planet is helping us right now as well. Uh, the new earth is rising up just beneath the surface. So today we're going to talk about how we can support ourselves and one another through this incredible um Time on our planet, we'll also discuss what soul fragments are, um, why the earth is supporting the process of soul alchemy right now, how to recognize and interact within quantum gateways for soul alchemy, um, and, and much more on that. Um, many of you know Michaela. Uh, she had a struggle to overcome chronic pain in the past. That uh, introduced her or awakened her to her intuitive gifts. She left behind a mainstream life, and now now she's uncovered her mission. Uh, this is the same mission that she's had in many incarnations. She completely healed her pain, stepped solidly onto her path as a trance channel. Um, she understands that her purpose in this life is to usher light workers through a very turbulent and significant dimensional shift on the planet. Um, don't you know we're going through that right now? So she's here to help us with that. She has access to a variety of guides, ascended masters teachers, philosophers, interdimensional beings and collectives, including Mary Magdalene, the Palladians, the Council of Light, and many others. And she details, uh, or she channels detailed information about our history, creation, structure, ascension, and transition to a fifth dimensional consciousness. I am so grateful she's here with me today to discuss the current circumstances and energies uh, and provide us with information to support us on our journey. So please join me in extending waves and waves of love and appreciation uh, to Michaela as I welcome her to the show. So welcome back, my dear. <laughs> my goodness. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here, Carrie, with you and everyone else. I'm excited to be back. I am excited you're here, and so is everybody else. We have a, a full house here today, Michaela. So <laughs> not surprising, <laughs> right? We, we all need to come together <laughs> yeah. right now. Let's start mm -hmm. here. As I mentioned, you said everything must change, our monetary system, businesses, schools, government. Let's just dive into what you feel is going on right now. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, this, you know, it's really not one thing, but many things. And that's the most important thing I want to point out because so many of us are attempting to, to, to find understanding. And understanding is great, but at the same time, it can really distract us from our most important power to meet these energies in the present moment. Okay. But, but that being said, if I go back, um, you know, maybe a year or so to some of the messages that the guides were bringing in, they were talking about the early 2020s as being a time where not only vibrationally we're going to experience this, this really quick shift within and in the collective, but a lot of what we were doing, okay, as light workers, a lot of us, what's happening on the collective was happening in our personal lives. And we've really been the kind of microcosmic, example, you know, of what we see in the collective right now in all areas, things in our life were falling away, right? We were coming to these new beliefs and realizations. Well, you know, at the same time, we were giving feedback to the earth, you know, as we've raised our consciousness, raised our vibration, as we've personally walked through these transitions, we see the evidence of what we've created in the Schumann. And, and I always go back to the Schumann because what the guides tell me is it's a capture, Okay, so, so what we are um, working towards experiencing, creating in our lives, it, it's, it's, it goes through this feedback loop in the earth, and it's sent out like a wave, like a harmonic. And this is really how we affect the awakening of others. So when we see that Schumann spike and we see it consistently going up, we have to look at that as confirmation that we are now moving into a new timeline. It's, it's a new a new vibration that we've achieved. So any time that happens, we're going to go through this sorting and sifting period. And I look at it as like a a holographic kind of reordering process or cleaning out process. You know, within us, we have a million potentials that exist. You know, everything in our life that manifests comes from a, a plethora, a, you know, a spectrum of potential opportunities. But it isn't just that we create these from nothingness. You know, our desires have a huge part in, in how these potentials come to be. But I talk about this all the time. We also come here and we anchor into Akashic history. So what we see playing out in our personal lives on the planet it comes from something else. It comes from somewhere else. And in the spiral continuum, we will interact with it again and perceive it through a new consciousness. And as we meet that energy with a new expanded consciousness, we're changing it for ourselves and for others. And that's really part of our manifestation process. So, so here we are in a situation where we know we, we've know we've been before. So we're experiencing Akashic history But for it to come up on the planet so intensely at this time, collectively, Mm -hmm. we have to understand that it's a vibrational thing. We're actually meeting history, and we are meant right now to interact with it with all of the tools and assets and guidance and wisdom that, that we've gained. And as we do that, we clear it not only from our personal hologram, but, but also we clear it on behalf of the collective. So if we look at pandemic, for example, that just being one expression of that, 
there are a million chords to this that exist in that one holographic energy. You know, every single human is unique in where they are and, and what they're here to do and, my gosh, what they planned on mm-hmm. before coming. And so there's a purpose, a unique purpose in this for everyone in, in multiple dimensional energies. So it isn't just about a pandemic. What the guys were saying is we were going to experience a restriction of freedom. Mm-hmm. And this is really key, I think, Carrie, for us as humans, is we've really perceived freedom so differently than what it truly is meant to be, you know. Um, our freedom has been something that we've, we've voted for or we've been allowed or our government has upheld. And, and truly where we're going in the fifth dimension, we're meant to experience freedom in a new light. And a lot of what we've created through this restricted perce- perception of freedom shows up in, in our society. Right? It shows up in our business models. It shows up in our school system. You know, it shows up in very restrictive ways of conforming to something that we believe is allowing us freedom or in many respects is allowing us to manifest what we need, right, materially. And even, you know, even material, Carrie, I I, I mentioned this to, um, on another interview I was on a couple of weeks ago. I, I really feel that a lot of the material we've manifested around us uh, of course, we know it's, it's, it's vibrational. It's waveform. We, we're interacting with wave particles in material form, and, and everything's going through an alchemy right now. Mm-hmm. So our belief system has a lot to do with this. As we have changed our beliefs, we have begun to significantly change wave particles that have come together to form structures, right? And that structure is really what the guys are showing me is that at the core of this experience, we mm-hmm. are retemplating our entire society. But exactly in our singular, yeah, in our singular lives, it's really how we need the energy that allows us to do that. Um, and you know, this whole topic of soul alchemy plays in really beautifully to that because. What the guys were showing me early on in 2020 was that, you know, we had already magnetized parts of ourselves from other lifetimes that, of course, we're meant to do. You know, this is this is valuable information for us. We've really looked at it spiritually and in quite a disadvantageous way. You know, like we have past lives that are um, causing us. To, to, to experience disease or addiction or trauma, and we certainly do have that. But truly, our divine birthright is to draw from other dimensions parts of us that are of assistance, that in the moment bring in insights and creativity and gifts and abilities. And right now what's happening is we've opened up this portal to bring in so, so much of that data, of of that Mm -hmm. energy. And it, it comes through our crystalline DNA, and that's another, you know, aspect of this whole transition. I mean, how many of us have been activating DNA strands, or, mm-hmm. you know, consciously or otherwise, we certainly have been doing that. So what happens when these higher vibrational aspects of us, cosmic or otherwise, come in is they have a way of purging out or, you know, pushing out the old identities. 
you know, the things that really don't serve us anymore, it, it's, it's kind of like a positive and negative ion colliding and there's neutrality. And, and neutrality is where expansion takes place. So we kind of need that restriction and expansion to happen simultaneously for something mm-hmm. new to come in. Right. right. But we are the willing participants in how it shows up and how we observe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. how, um, and we'll talk about your offer later, but it, it, it's really highlighting your inner circle 14 was soul fragments. And so right now what you're sharing is that as we bring in all of these soul fragments, we can support ourselves and our communities and everything that's going on right now. Um, and I want to get into that more, but what I really want to ask you is, mm-hmm. okay, based on what's going on right now, um, you you were meditating on it earlier today or channeling on it. Um, what are your guides or what what is coming through for for you right now regarding um, the coronavirus, what do you see unfolding? Um, you know, we're getting, you know, being in these light worker communities, there's a lot of talk about this and um, where it's headed, when it's ending. What is your perspective on this? And I don't know if you want to do a little channeling right now or, um, mm-hmm. but I'd love to hear what you have to share. Okay. Well, we'll do a little combo. We'll do a little both because I do want okay. to share my perspective, and then we'll bring in the guys a little bit. But, but you know, yeah, personally, of course, not unlike all of you, I want to sit down and really understand. But, but I'm very cautious about that because I know this is a fast-paced energy that's multidimensional and changing constantly. Okay, we're affecting it as much as it is affecting us, and that is the most important message that I can offer everyone on this call is that how we align with what's going on is so incredibly significant. That being said, I think not unlike the Schumann, we're going to experience some spikes and dips. That means that in a couple of weeks, some of this may die down, and then we might see it surge again, but not to the same degree, Mm -hmm. okay, or the same strength that we've seen it before. A lot of these government restrictions that are coming down are really – tuned in to some intel or knowledge that I believe uh, our government has the ability to tap into in ways that are not um, Mm -hmm. the highest and best for humanity, let's just say. Um, And what that means is when we experience history again, so we have these vibrational timelines that all converge, perhaps there are some on the planet that have knowledge of that and have the ability to amplify something, right, that really doesn't need to be amplified. And we know this, and your conscious community understands that there's a tampering with, there's a consciousness that's present. We can tune into false realities, and we can spend a lot of energy and currency trying to uncover what's true. But mm-hmm. all of that is taking us away from our power. And I think that's... Yes. It's, it, that's exactly what I was going to say next. Mm-hmm. It's a distraction or a distortion for some greater things that are taking place, okay? And, and we're not really meant to be in fear of those things. I think the most important thing that we need to understand is everything that's here that's going to replace the things that are failing right now is something that we can tune into and utilize in our personal life to support us along the way, right? We look at finance, for example, you know, that's one of the biggest themes that's 
playing out right now. And, you know, when the guides told me that 2020 would be a year that the hierarchies would come down and big business would come down, I had no idea that it would be through something like this, right? Mm -hmm. But that's exactly what's happening. Now, that sounds really fearful because I know a lot of us have so much invested in that materially and otherwise, and we have responsibilities to our families. But use this time wisely because what is being called of us right now is creativity, right? That that whole um, uh, theme of freedom is something that if we can focus on, we are going to gain so much, even in a short period of time where things may be shut down, but the ramifications of that can show up in so many different ways, right? And the guides aren't really focused on linear time. So a lot of times people will say, can we give uh, an estimate of of how much time, you know, it's going to take mm-hmm. for us to get to the other side? And we have to understand there are pockets of consciousness. So So every human that's involved in this in different geographic regions has come together through some organization that's that's a sacred plan, okay, that, that's calling them together in the same region to experience something collectively. And that means where you are, who you are, why you came, and what's invested in this for you is going to pave uh, or carve out this path, right, that, that's different than everyone else's. So in the meantime, what the guys are saying is, we have to align with the energy in the highest possible way that we can. And I see it all over the place. So many examples of this. Like for me, for example, I, you know, empaths. We think of sick of empaths. This is a really difficult time for us who are energetically sensitive. It's hard to concentrate, to focus on work, even to support people and, and, and understand the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. I stepped away this morning and made some really great vegan muffins. I know that sounds trivial. Right? That no, sounds no, I get really it. Trivial. But I but you it. know what? That is the energy that if we can hold it, it being in the present Absolutely. moment of that did more for the collective than me sitting behind my desk trying to meditate and come up with a message for everyone. Because yeah. that a lot of that comes from trying to control. And and this mm-hmm. is a situation that is so unknown and out of our control that it, for us to step back and make a few muffins is something that's teaching <laughs> us the greatest lesson. Do you see? I mean, it, it really, right. and that's really, I think, where it's at. We're stepping away from something so incredibly profound that it's hard to even quantify in our in our yeah. human experience, right? Um, it's not just the physical and the business and showing up at an office and going to school and you know all of those things. It's about who we are. You know, mm-hmm. this is a this is an initiation into all of those higher soul fragments that that know the way for us. But we can't yeah. have any responsibility or control to force that to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I had channeled this morning. There's a couple of channeled messages that I want to just, um, I guess, try to summarize because it would take too much time to to really read into them. But you know, staying calm, cool, and collected in, in the middle of the storm. We hear that so much, you know, but what does that mean? When we look at the sea and it becomes violent, you know, with waves or, or rip tides, it, it never stays that way permanently. It inevitably will return again to the state of calm and stillness. But all of those molecules of water are what makes that happen, right? Together, it's a collective energy. And it goes through those waves and riptides together to come back into calm and stillness again. And it's simply present in the midst of all of that. You know, through the twists and turns that are unexpected, 
we are the eye that remains calm and present in the storm, knowing that we're always going to come to that calm place, right? And this is really what we're learning right now. And, you know, that cool nature of the earth, it, want to pull, it wants to pull us deep into the ground where Gaia's roots and trees and elements all connect. And, and that's really who we are as humans. We're all connected through this rooting system. It's, it's a coherent electromagnetic rooting system. And that cool energy that many of us strive for, you know, when we're trying to figure things out, can become a shelter or a guard against fear, you know, or vibrational disturbance. It's not the cool that, you know, we're not going to pay attention to. It's the cool that we're in Mm -hmm. a a process that we know uh, is taking us somewhere that we're always meant to be. You know, it's, it's a constant alchemy, not a stagnancy. Yeah. And Mary Magdalene herself stepped in for me with this really beautiful message about the physical body that that I think applies directly to this virus in, in so many respects. And she was talking about her own personal journey, you know, and she said, um, you know, walking into the most important part of her assignment uh, on the planet, her body knew that there was going to be some kind of process to prepare. It was like a signal that was going to move all of the vibrational material out of the way that would prohibit her from the full focus of an ascended master. And, you know, it's kind of like the purging of cords connected to any disease. And I've seen this with myself. We have a lineage of diseases and patterns in our Akashic history that don't make sense to us sometimes. You know, she said, as one bodily injury would heal, another illness would rise up to take its place. But if we're unaware of the importance of this process, we could distract ourselves with with a lot of things, you know, healing practices and herbal concoctions and trying to fight up against it. And and although it's not wrong, it's going to not really produce the result we want in these times of soul conversion. Mm -hmm. So we simply are a willing participant in clearing out of the way any karma that would rise up at inopportune times that would make our work that much harder as we move into physical realignment. So allowing this to pass through and just being a, a, a witness to it is something that I know is so hard for us right now because others are suffering and we feel like that's selfish. But I think that's how we hold space. For energy that's purging and moving, right? I love what you're sharing. I agree so much. Um, I have never done more painting in my life than the last, you know, it's like, Mm, because that's what keeps me calm and centered. and, And interestingly enough, everything I'm painting are these fluid vibrational waves, um, which is, you know, what's going on, but, um, what it does, like you said, the two words that are standing out for me right now for all of us is this is, uh, this is about freedom and utilizing our creativity. And, you mm. know, when we tap into our creativity, we, we stay calm in the center of this storm. And like you said, it may seem like we're not doing something important, but those are the most important things we can do. Um, like you said, like baking, I've been doing that and painting at the same time and, um, opening the windows and hearing the birds and, you know, whatever, mm. um, keeps that flow, um, flowing. And it is also what helps us access these higher soul fragments that you just referred to, um, which is really important right now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. And, and you know where we're going, Carrie, where we're going into the fifth dimension, that's 
think of it this way. That's the kind of life that we are here to experience. We are going to have more time to listen to the birds and to bake and to paint and do the things that we want to do while we're still receiving the abundance that we need to support the collective. That's we, we really have an opportunity to actually start experiencing that right now as we are here in the midst of what we feel is the most restrictive time that we've experienced in our lifetime. You know, it's exactly. almost like a preparatory phase for what's coming. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're going to take some callers, and a lot of people have written sure. in as well, but uh, we had talked about the possibility of doing some kind of activation for the group. Um, sure. Why don't we do something like that? I feel that would really be beneficial for everybody and just kind of see what comes through. Um, are you okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's go ahead. Okay, so as we invite uh, everyone forward who is here to support and assist us, let's just center ourselves and relax wherever we may be, uh, even if it's in our car or in an office or at home. Centering ourselves with the breath, and, and, and if it feels comfortable to you, lightly place a hand upon your heart and another hand upon your belly, your abdomen, your sacral. And feel the belly rise with the inhale through the nose. And as you do, stalling momentarily to allow that breath to completely nourish all aspects of your physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental bodies. And then through the out-breath, allowing the belly to completely deflate and exhaling out of the mouth. And as we are joined by so many ascended masters and teachers, including Mary Magdalene, including Archangel Michael, and including Archangel Metatron, we also send a harmonic signal to open the higher self and the oversoul to all guides, teachers, masters, collectives, and angelics who have a personal interest and assignment with us to join us in this space. And as you continue to breathe and relax, allowing yourself to root very comfortably into your body, acknowledge the presence that exists all around you, the space that you operate in as a physical soul, some of which we are often distracted by as we take inventory and material of the things that must be repaired or cleared, of the things that are in lack or not to our liking. And we breathe into that space now as we recognize the valuable currency that exists for us in the now. And with the breath, we align straight to source energy, which is always available to us in any moment. And as source energy, a field made up of fragments of God consciousness, 
surrounds and supports us. It reminds us of the truth of who we are. Within us, the microbiotic collectives and energies are reconfigured to complete and total perfection. And as our breath begins to take on a life of its own, it is signaling us in the Earth's willingness to support us as well. That what rises up through us is also rising up through her. And with the breath is sent and shared through the meridians of our body into the electromagnetic connection to the meridians of all other humans, plants, and animals. This signal from source and from Gaia collides within us like a crescendo orchestrating the, the highest vibrational potential that we are now matching for ourselves and all others. And as we relax into the divine truth that there is nothing we must effort at in physical, we accept this highest potential and we infuse it as light through all aspects of self and other. It flows readily and steadily through us now, gently and effortlessly through all parts of our body, our mind, and our spirit. And as we anoint and initiate ourselves in this collective space, we become one with a higher power than what the mind could ever achieve. We allow the mind to be cleansed of any illogical fears, doubts, or any manifestations that are taking us outside of this highest potential that we have now anchored to. Our divine Christed template ascends into form and replaces any discordant energies or densities that we are holding in the body or in the aura. And a remembrance of the peace that we are floods forward now to be held by us at times when it is forgotten. As we hold a hand upon our heart, we anchor this sense of peace to be remembered at times when it is most needed simply by embracing that heart space again. And through this transmission, our higher self is now present in multiple dimensional timelines, supporting and assisting those that we most worry for. 
the ones that we believe we cannot touch because our physical resources or energy does not allow. As we hold this space for all of those who cannot connect to it themselves, they receive this signal immediately through us and integrate it without effort as well. We are, as divine beings of light, beginning the grandest journey into a new timeline that we have all desired to land for humanity and for the earth. And it is our remembrance that this is a possibility that catalyzes further integration of what we have just achieved together as one. As you take a deep cleansing breath, again, in through the nose and out through the mouth, simply repeat, and so it is within the self. Coming back into the body, grounding back into your space, we repeat again, and so it is. And so it is, Nikayla. And so it is. <laughs> Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> what is the, um, when we are integrating the higher self multidimensionally, mm. how is that different or unique from integrating these soul fragments and aspects? Well, well, the higher self has knowledge of all of our earthly timelines, and, and that's the technology that, that helps us to utilize parts of us in other dimensions mm-hmm. on our earth journey. And we've really kind of been stuck there. The higher self is an awesome container to to activate because when we knowingly work with it in concert, we have the ability to alchemize all of these different parts of us and to utilize past traumas, hurts, and experiences, diseases as a part of our service to humanity. Um, so that's really how the higher self supports and assists the soul. It's a collective container. It really does lend itself also to how we perceive the collective. Mm-hmm. Because if we look out at the collective in, in fear or feel as if there is something that um, is precluding us from the truth, you know, manifesting the truth of who we are, what we desire, we're really not installing that container to support us in the best way possible. So the way we perceive the collective has a lot to do with how we can activate our higher self and it can really work for us. Now, what, what the guys have been bringing in, Carrie, really is the oversoul. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a cosmic container and this is really a part of our technology that hasn't been working well for us because the earth has been encapsulated. It's been um, held outside of its connections to the universal grid. And I've talked about this. I know the people that are on this call that follow my work know a lot about this because the guides talk about it so much. And that encapsulation is disintegrating, and that's the good news. The good news is we have more support now than we ever have before. But I think where we get tripped up is it comes through us as insights, ideas, and knowings that Mm -hmm. we often don't trust in. And that's 
really what this time is all about as well. When we talk about freedom and creativity, that cannot come unless we implicitly trust in what we know and who we've become. And that oversoul container, it's like a precision technology. What it does is when we have challenges at the soul level, challenges uh, on the earth, it will draw from our cosmic timelines parts of us who have been through experiences very similar, who have gifts and abilities and insights to share. Now, now we might not have conscious knowledge of that. You know, oh, my gosh, I had a Pleiadian life where I did this and I can use it now on the planet. Some of us do. Some of us do. But that's not really what it's meant to do. What it's meant to do is alchemize very quick insights, knowings. It's like a, a channeled activity that comes in in a, ma- in a massive scale. It's a really a, a, a massive amount of data that we're not really meant to physically reference or process so much as we're meant to get into the flow of. And so this is a real positive part of what we're experiencing right now And what it's doing is it's taking the parts of us that are false and alchemizing them very quickly. And Mm -hmm. so the way this plays out is we're seeing more and more uh, on the planet and in our personal relationships parts of us um, energies that are clearing. And this is, again, where we can get really hung up is we're literally seeing, bearing witness parts of our experience that need to purge but if we become fearful or judgmental of that energy and let's make it personal let's say something comes up for us and we we see it and think oh I'm not as evolved as what I thought I was I thought I I conquered this before I obviously Mm -hmm. don't know what I'm doing it's like drawing that part of us back in and and integrating it again you know, that's literally yes. what's happening. And that's, that's the, um, what's right. So when you say alchemy and soul alchemy, how do you, how do you define that? What does that mean specifically to you? Like if you were to just sum that up, soul alchemy, um, what mm-hmm. does that mean to you? It means the parts of us that have been the most difficult on our soul journey are coming along with us on a, on, on a new ride, mm-hmm. and we are perceiving those parts of ourselves as beneficial. So right. where we, right, and that's what alchemy is all about. It's like, it's not cutting cords and getting rid of, so much as it's taking what we've, what we've um, seen ourselves to be or what we've experienced and putting it into a new light. So all of us is strengthening the whole. And and the reason for this, Carrie, is let's kind of put it dimensionally. You know, in the third dimension, our multidimensionality showed up as different identities. You know, we were a mother, a teacher, a a family member, a neighbor. And, And a lot of us have these kind of different identities that hold us back. When we walk into different timelines, we show up differently, right? Even the family one is the classic example. So many of us have spiritually evolved and we've opened up to gifts, but we go back to family and we shut down who we are because that that daughter identity mm-hmm. can't show up in that way, right? And, and that's been really hard. It's, it's slowed our speed in essence. Well, source energy is preparing to 
um, manifest for us in a different way. These parts of us have skewed the signal in a sense, and we've had to effort in physical to manifest. It's like, you know, we've had to put in a certain number of hours for a certain amount of pay, or we've had to charge a certain amount of money for a certain service. And I don't think that's necessarily going away, but it's becoming easier because we're strengthening our signal to source by taking the parts of us that can no longer be in the, in the fifth dimension where we're going and, and creating ourselves differently. You know, and it, it, it's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of like when we were talking about wave particles before. Mm-hmm. You know, we're significantly changing these wave particles. And the parts of us that have been the most difficult to come along on the journey have to surrender to whatever is there and accept it and see it in a different way to allow it to merge. And that's really where a lot of these difficult scenarios that we have not been able to clear in the third dimension become easier for us in the fifth mm-hmm. dimension. Right. And especially right now with everything going on, a lot of discomfort is coming up for people on a variety of levels. And from what you've shared, the most uncomfortable areas of our lives are, are revealing the soul fragments that are ready to alchemize. And Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No question. And this is an announcement. You know, this is an announcement to us. And I got to step out from that example and give you another one that's been really interesting to me that's come up um, in my session with an otherwise. People are seeing energies far clearer than ever before. And a lot of yes. people are coming me, mm-hmm. coming to me and saying, uh, I can see reptilians. I can see arconic energies. I can see dark entities all over people. What is going on? And, you know, we have this kind of impetus to go to the negative, to say, oh, my gosh, there's more reptilians, you know, or this or that. And the guys are saying the Schumann energy, the, the resonance of the Schumann, is, is causing this alchemy to take place where you're literally seeing the energy as it's clearing and alchemizing. So we as healers are, you know, having an effect on each other. We're having a, an effect on ourselves. And we're witnessing, we're bearing witness to the energy clearing. So when you have a part of yourself that's coming up that feels really uncomfortable or difficult, instead of getting into these, you know, practices around trying to change it or, right, going into these scenarios that we're so used to doing, um, not that they're bad, not that they're wrong, if you can become a willing participant in observing and holding space for that energy to clear, and, and it's so simple that it, it, it really, it, 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 it's so simple you almost want to make it more complicated. The guys were saying having compassion and love for yourself as you experience those old identities or false energies is the best way you alchemize. Mm-hmm. Because as you bear witness to parts of yourself arising, it is not for you to judge or to change that so much as you are just um, um, observing what the earth is supporting right now. You're literally observing all of the work that you've done over the last several years coming to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. So, so in this course that we're going to talk about momentarily, what these gateways are, are opportunities for us to interact with the energy in the quantum field. Lovingly, yes, quantum compassionately. Gateways, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, quantum is present moment. 
<laughs> present moment. <laughs> and sometimes, right, and, you know, think about the themes of what's taking place in the collective right now. Some of us have no choice but to be present in our homes with what is. And we're being called in our daily experience to be present with the energies that way as well. The parts of us that are coming to the surface, not to change them, right, not to judge them, but to observe them for what they are. This is where our consciousness is really going to soar. You know, this is where we have this overflow into the collective that's going to create a new um, um, society, truly, right? It's, 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 it's us alchemizing that leads the way for all of these new things that we are going to create. So soul alchemy really starts with us. It starts within us. These valuable experiences that have curated our personal identity, some of them that haven't served us, are coming to the surface now, and we're receiving these gateways or opportunities for advancement simply by seeing them for what they are as they transition. Right? Interesting. Our most critical evaluations yeah. of ourselves mm-hmm. are these passageways. Yeah. Yeah, these old identities, when you said that, that's a that's what's coming up to mm, be mm-hmm. alchemized. Um and like you said, compassion is, is really important instead of doing all these processes to try to understand or label or whatever or figure it all out. It's kind of seeing these old identities rise to the surface, um, to be alchemized. Um and I love well, the title. Can I yeah, can I ahead, take please. that just a step further? Because I think it's really important, Carrie. Mm-hmm. It's it's the microcosm of the macrocosm. Let's look at what's happening collectively. There is an uprising of fear going on right now. This is an energy that has to purge. It's a false identity. It's not a part exactly. of, of who we are, right? So if we are going to be in the best. Um, alignment to that, we are going to hold space and observe it with as much compassion and love as we possibly can to let it clear. And on the other side of that, we're going to be well prepared, you know, well suited to step onto a new timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm glad to there's a lot of people who've written in and lots of hands up, and I do want to take some questions. Um, Kim just wrote in and said, does the observer feel the compassion then? Well, that's an interesting question Mm -hmm. because as an observer, we aren't really here to um, suppress the emotions that are coming up either. Because if we suppress what's coming up emotionally, we are not doing ourselves any good. So it's not about suppressing how we feel with compassion. Compassion isn't meant to, um, you know, um, be the replacement for how we feel. It's, it's kind of an interesting energy to be in, Carrie. Um, to be aligned means that we can be sad for humanity or for ourselves. We can look at what happened to us and feel frustration, but we can also have compassion for ourselves and the other. And, and there was a beautiful... Um, activation in this course that we're going to talk about in a moment that the guides took us through. And I think it was Divine Mother. She had us line up um, in meditation. All of the significant humans in our life who had ever betrayed us and had had us look at them 
through loving eyes of a mother looking at her own child who had done something mm-hmm. wrong. And, and this is the type of energy that we're bringing in. So it's not that we are meant to um, not acknowledge, right? It's when we get into the judgment of it is, I think, when we're on a slippery slope. Exactly. So we can, it, yeah. you know, being present with things doesn't mean that we, we don't feel. But moving into the judgment of how we feel and the blame, either pointing the finger at ourselves or another, is really where we get out of that quantum realm, right? Because mm-hmm. we are a love-based frequency, and that's what we're bringing back. Unity consciousness is a love-based frequency, doesn't mean that everything's always easy. Sometimes we're going to have challenges, but how we align ourselves through those challenges is everything. So we can be present with the challenge. We can feel frustrated or sad that it's here or that someone else is going through it, but we can feel the compassion and love for ourselves or another at the same time. That's mm-hmm. truly what this is all about. Yes. Thank you for that. I want uh, Sarah wrote in an interesting question. I'm curious what your response will be. Uh, she said, what is the connection between the Lemurian colony presence and the coronavirus occurrence in the same region? When we have specific regions, especially geographically, that are so connected to Akashic history, we have mm-hmm. to understand that the people that have assembled there have a significant lineage as well. This can play out within the DNA. And knowing that this is compounded by this oversoul container being activated, the way we respond is that much more critical, you see. So there are going to be pockets of consciousness, those people who have assembled because they have a similar DNA genetic uh, predisposition or pattern. They may have been present during some cataclysm or difficulty that's showing similar to what the human collective is also activated. Uh, and these areas are not meant so much to suffer more. What they're allowing through their presence, the humans that are there, like a conduit, is the transmutation of something for future generations. So we have to keep that in mind as well, that where we are and who we connect with and how we experience uh, collective energies has very unique significance. Mm-hmm. not just to Lemurian history, but to history that, cosmic history in a, in a variety of different dimensions. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good question, Sarah. Thank you. Um, someone mm-hmm. is asking, actually a couple people are asking if you can expand upon the concept of the Oversoul container. Absolutely. So, so our Oversoul is a cosmic container. Our, our soul is really here to experience a linear singular you know, relationship. Um, our higher self we already talked about. It's an earthly container. It, it oversees mm-hmm. all of our earthly lives. Our oversoul is a, a massive cosmic container. So when we go, when we think about the concept of God or universe, God experienced itself by fragmenting into separate identities and scattered itself through a source field. And we are that God uh, we are those God fragments uh, assembling itself into a human experience, but we can't possibly perceive that in the dimension that we've arrived in. So what our oversoul does is it helps us to bring in everything that supports that experience. 
the Akashic field is massive. And we can draw anything that we need, and that's the Oversoul's job. It will, uh, or we'll say it knows what our soul planned on before coming. So we have a divine plan that is coded, and those codes are triggered constantly to keep us moving and ascending. Mm-hmm. And when we face challenges or difficulties in this linear timeline, earthly or otherwise, the oversoul brings information in from other cosmic experiences that we've had. It will alchemize for us our cosmic aspects, meaning, mm-hmm. like I mentioned before, gifts. This can be gifts. These can be abilities. These can be insights that we need to approach the situation differently. And this is all coming from our connection to the universal time grid. So our oversoul is kind of like how our little mini grid in our body, electromagnetically, energetically, or otherwise, plugs in to something really massive. And, you know, as I mentioned, this technology has been shut down for for a really, really long Mm -hmm. time. And we have access. You know, we've gotten greater access. We've gotten Mm -hmm. to the, sure, you know, we've gotten to the point where, we have actually activated that and it's it's super, super positive for the collective because even though we don't have, you know, it seems like such a, a random concept that we don't have conscious knowledge or um, understanding of, it's really bringing in uh, something completely different. And, and when I alluded to earlier, uh, our ability to manifest as a, as a, a signal to source energy that isn't, you know, physically kind of separated into these different identities. That's really what the Oversoul is supporting Mm -hmm. us to do as well, if that makes sense. It does. (laughs) Well, I love that you differentiated. The higher self is more of a, um, a container for this realm, and whereas the Oversoul is a cosmic container. Um, The Oversoul, is that a collection of souls you know um or is it just i mean i guess we're not individualized like we are as higher selves in in this on this planet so an oversoul is a cosmic container but is it is it um individual souls combined or i mean how because you know you hear that i mean i can remember hearing that years ago um like, are there a certain amount of souls in an oversoul, or how can you explain that a little bit better? Yeah, absolutely. So, so the oversoul is in constant motion, and, and it creates itself as a culmination of all universal timelines forming one stream of consciousness, mm-hmm. right? So, so we're a fragment of something so incredibly massive and what the oversoul does is is within you it 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 will receive or we'll say not within you but but what it does is it receives it receives a constant influx of universal data and then it tailors and adjusts its relevance to your soul's consciousness but it's drawing from parts of you in other dimensions that's why it's a cosmic or a multi-dimensional container, right? Because it might not be necessary in this moment, right, for our attention to be on something so massive. We might need to be focused in physical. You know, we might be playing out some karmic scenario or preparing for some transition. But the oversoul, it's like a highly advanced energetic part of our structure, and it evolves itself beyond the earth and beyond our linear timeline. 
That means we are in constant motion in other timeline experiences, mm-hmm. and it's drawing from that. And, you know, it's adapted itself to create this kind of unique energetic imprint for us. It is for us individually, and it assists in our gradual and continual um, ascension, basically. Mm-hmm. So is it but, beneficial yeah. to ask, perhaps, or to call upon or just ask for to, for us to be more receptive to that universal data from our oversoul at this time? Or how do well, we stay more open and receptive to that information? Well, here's what's really interesting, Carrie, is the information that's coming in for us so quickly is something that we just often negate. First of all, we have to understand that the more currency we put on what's happening on the planet right now or energy or attention, the Mm -hmm. less we have to recognize that the oversoul is already working for us and how strongly it's coming online, right? We wouldn't be sequestered to our homes and not have this amazing technology to help us create something, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can get into that mode of presence and, you know, Creation. Yes, yes, that's really where mm-hmm. we. It's it's really that easy, right? Yep. We have to not not um, have some specific practice for us mm-hmm. to activate it, but to just get into alignment with what's already <laughs> happening. Right, right. That's a, like what yeah, we said before. The creativity mm-hmm. zone is when you're in that state of presence where those ideas, those um, impulses can flow through you, and that is coming from the oversoul. But it's being in that state of presence and um creativity does that you know instead of being in our minds it kind of uh, neutralizes us to this calm state where that information can just flow through but like you're saying it always mm-hmm. is it's just are we listening or can we right and you know mm-hmm. uh, right and a more technical part of this too carrie remember the oversoul connects to our crystalline dna so so information is downloaded straight into our crystalline DNA from the oversoul, but it has to come into contact with our carbon-based strands. So we have to embody what's coming in to really have the full awareness that our oversoul is working for us. And that really ties in nicely to us clearing out these false identities mm-hmm. that hold us back from these higher insights and, and gifts and abilities that we know we're receiving right now. So there, there are parts of us that want to block that. There are parts of us that doubt that or doubt ourselves. And that's the energy we're coming into contact with that wants to clear. Okay, but Got if it. we get stuck mm-hmm. there, <laughs> right, we just we kind of get stuck in our own process. We encapsulate ourselves in some energy that really isn't, you know, in our highest and best interest. So... So really, it's our responsibility, although the, you know, the earth is supporting us with the Schumann, the oversoul is bringing in, you know, we have this kind of as above, so below. The oversoul is bringing in this cosmic data that's supporting us. And here we are right in the middle. And we're, we need to be the willing participant in observing, accepting, and trusting it and getting some of that old stuff out of the way. And, and all we need to do is be loving and compassionate as the difficulties arise, the challenges arise, mm-hmm. parts of us that we don't like to let those move aside to give us the bandwidth, right, to really yes. get into what the oversoul is providing to us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about 
you know the the course that you're offering and then we'll take some some other questions live questions but because how can this particular you just did this inner circle um lightworker inner circle number 14 um you have done i think all of them on our show we're on season 14 of the show this is season or season 14 this is your inner circle 14 that you are offering to our community um this is a powerful one, and it's interesting because you said, you know, the the title is Soul Alchemy, Quantum Gateways for Collective Evolution, and we didn't know that we would be going through what we're going through on the planet when we scheduled this interview for today, but it does, this offer really ties in beautifully for what people are going through. Can you describe why? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because everything we just talked about, you know, the earth is supporting us right now to clear out the parts of us, the potentials, the identities that are no longer serving us. So what we're interacting with right now are potent quantum gateways that help us to align with the parts of us that are ready to shift, right? To alchemize all of those parts of us that want to create something new. And the guys just beautifully brought together this, this program that I think fits so well with not only what we're going, you know, through collectively, but, but it really helps us to support the collective because the more we get into alignment with our highest truth, you know, the more we strengthen the signal for everyone else to do the same. So this was a channel course, and I always, I always try to list all the guides, and it's funny. It's just, you know, I might just, next time I'm just not going to list because there's so many that come in. Uh, <laughs> all the participants, mother. We had to, right? the cosmic galactic mother. Yeah. yeah, we had Divine Mother, we had Kuan Yin, um, we had the Council of Light, um, we had the Great White Brotherhood, um, amazing, amazing guides come in for this. And um, item number one, they gave us an introductory message and meditation. This was from a collective I work with called the Nihal. Um, and he really helped us to understand this whole scenario of what's happening right now. But there was this beautiful meditation uh, through Divine Mother and Mary Magdalene. And it, it helps to support us to enter these quantum gateways. But I just call it 2020 you know, the first couple of years of the 2020s and really what we're dealing with vibrationally. Uh, beautiful, beautiful transmission from them. And then there are five separate channel transmissions where the guides helped to show us gateways in our personal lives that we could enter and how to work within them. I say personal. That was one of the first ones, personal gateways. You know, so alchemy starts with us, our personal life, all of our experiences, our identities. Each one of these transmissions was not just, um, we'll say, quote-unquote, educational, uh, but they all contained a specific activation and very simple guidelines for how to work with the energy in our day-to-day -day experience. What I love about this course is it was so grounded in, in the information that we got, very simple, simple things. Um, okay, we explored well, archetypes. people. Excuse me, sweetheart, mm -hmm. just to sure. where they can find this as you're talking. Um, for those of you who may be new to the show, go to straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our Marketplace link. Um, you'll see Michaela's beautiful face. Click on that. It'll take you to this offer. Um, and before you go further, Michaela, we've added a three-pay option instead of a two-pay. So um, to make it easier for people, um, uh, financially, so there's a three-pay option, and I uh, just wanted to highlight that. So I will let you move forward. And also, this is a downloadable um, 
offer. So as soon as you purchase this, you will get the um, the links to listen to this. Is that right, Michaela? It's on my website. Oh, it's so on your website. You okay. will, yeah, you'll be direct you'll get access. To, you'll get access to my website and indefinite access to these these their video video uh, transmissions for life, which is nice because it's a it's a great little um, reference manual <laughs> for when we're going through different challenges in our lives. But so yeah, the guys explore these different gateways, personal gateways, archetypal, which was huge. I think we're dealing with a lot of archetypal um, transitions right now. Guides talked about what archetypes are, how they show up for us, how we work with them and shift them. Partner gateways, that was a big one. Everyone's always interested in relationships and all the meanings that they offer to us in our life, and the guides really spelled that out and helped us to see how we get into a, a quantum gateway in relationships, r romantic and otherwise. Uh, collective, this was really big. Our personal hologram is, is shaping uh, the collective reality to our liking, which is super important. We have that much power. Uh, and the guides really talked about that, how to align with what's going on, uh, on the at the collective level. And universal gateways. You know, this is our kind of like divine birthright to access universal cosmic energy and information and how that shows up for us, um, how we activate, activate that and, and merge it together. And then there's always a, uh, a little two-hour kind of shoring up of any final questions and things that you can tune into, and that was chock full, oh, my gosh, of <laughs> information <laughs> for everyone as well. You know, Carrie, I have to say that my favorite part of these courses is really the Facebook groups. Um, the, gosh, the people that do these courses are just amazing humans who are doing amazing things on the planet and come in to support everybody. Okay. So there's an interactive group that you can involve yourself with and share as much or as little as you want. But a lot of people do share their experiences. And to be honest, the final activation, the universal gateways, was a connection to the universal grid, and it was a big one for a lot of people. Um, and it's nice because you can go in and, and see that other people are having similar experience to you, with you the experiences with the material. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. We just have a really strong inner circle community that gathers for these courses. And if you're not in the community, I mean, it really, you'll, you'll love it. So. You have a powerful following. Um, most people, when they start listening um, and participating, you know, they stay with you. I know that about you and your work. <laughs> um, yeah, many of them are you. here with us today. And, um, <laughs> and each time you're here. Just wonderful people. Yeah. Hopefully we introduce more people to your work and it just expands that, that community. And uh, so thank you for bringing Lightworker Inner Circle 14 to season 14 of this show. I just still think that's so funny, like how they've been lining up like that. So um, yay. Okay. Um, I would love to go to some questions. Many of you have your hands up. Again, it's star two to raise your hand. Um, if you have any questions about what we've talked about or what's going on, um, let's just dive into some of that. Is that okay, Michaela, with you? Yeah, I, yeah. I do want to mention one other thing, though. Um, for everyone who's in my inner circle programs, an added bonus is I'm going to start distributing my first, the manuscript of my first book. Oh, that's free. right. Yes. 
And and I think that beyond this program, if you, you know, join that inner circle community and take the course and just to kind of be in that mix, it's really coming out at the most perfect time <laughs> possible uh, to support us. So so just a side note, that's another. Yes, um, access to um, the front lines of your book release and um, all the information. I mean, you've been working on this for a while so yeah. I know when it's complete, we'll have to have you back on and talk about, you know, all the the juicy sharings in the book and, and all of that. Um, it's interesting, Absolutely. Michaela, because every time you come, every um, inner lightworker circle program is new and unique. Um, but what about a book? I mean, does it change? You know how I used to, I've published six books in the years past and I haven't written one in a while. Mm-hmm. Just, But what I found was, wow, this, um, it evolves, right? <laughs> I mean, sure. um, so how does that, yeah. uh, and we weren't planning on talking about this. I was just curious. Um, as yeah. you go back and edit, do you sometimes feel like, oh, things have evolved since I originally, um, channeled or shared that you know in my notes you know it yeah it is gosh it's been such an interesting personal process for me because I started channeling it back in 2015 and uh I think we were, we were talking before the call I was I literally was channeling it with my eyes closed I was putting my fingers on the keys and so it was quite cryptic and I didn't really have an understanding at the time of the the grand scale of, you know, what was going to happen and how we were going to get through it. But mm-hmm. now that I'm editing it, I think it is the perfect time for me to mm-hmm. actually be editing it, editing it with the insight I have now. Exactly. Um, because, right, because I'm bringing more clarification and channeled content to what is already there. Um, and, yeah, I think vibrationally when we have a transmission like this, it's it's always going to, you know, contain something that's relevant to the collective mm-hmm. in any moment, right, whatever they're exactly. going through. So, yeah. yeah, that's what makes it timeless for sure. So, yeah, um, yeah it's It'll a process for me. <laughs> I can't wait to, yeah, to, uh, to read too. it. and I'm excited. Okay, here I'm gonna before I take a live one, Linda wrote in and she said, Is the coronavirus the lower frequency masculine trying to hang on as it is forced to transition? Well, we can look at this two separate ways. We can look at it as a dominant masculine frequency, but we can't ignore the fact that what it's tied to has a lot to do with what what humanity has created within that we call hierarchical and and even within yourselves so so within your own self perception there is a strengthening of hierarchical energies that have been the impetus for creating your your outer experience now so many of you have um changed the beliefs that you have about the collective but in the process are starting to look at yourselves differently as well. And, and this is the most valuable that uh, information that we want to share, is that your inequality within the self, the looking outside and judging the self against a false set of criteria, is actually one of the biggest perpetuating motions behind what you see catalyzing in the collective. It isn't necessarily that a masculine energy is being cleared so much as you're rebalancing to what what we always um, uh, call quantum coherence. 
that quantum coherence is is a, a present moment awareness that there is nothing outside of you that could define the truth of who you are, but holding yourself steady in the awareness that you may create your reality to your liking within a a set of criteria planned long before you came puts you in the alignment to truth to enable whatever arises to be there without judgment. And the judgment is the part of it we truly want to also um, uh, acknowledge because we believe that um, the judgment of what is happening could be the impetus for many of you recapturing these hierarchies and reflecting them back into the collective in ways that, that move this energy um, less rapidly outside of the collective and keep it stagnant. Okay, so sorry, I'm going to come back in now. I do think it, it can be looked at in a masculine sense, but also I think it has more to do with our, our inner truth and the way that that's being re-signaled right now mm-hmm. and changed. Yeah. Beautiful sure. response. Beautiful question. Um, yeah. Okay, let me take a few uh, live callers and see what's going on out there. Um Okay. <laughs> Lots of hands up. So let's see. Okay, area code. First caller. Area code is nine five one. Nine five one. You're live with us. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Mm. What is your name? Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How's it going? <laughs> Loaded question. <laughs> Taking a breath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so talking about judgment, um, I was working with myself um, asking to be shown things that have been hidden. And a point came up where some real anger and hatred towards a lot of different people, and including God, came up. So I let it come up and I said it out loud to get it out. Mm -hmm. And then I had a huge reaction, I believe, in my mouth because of it. So I'm asking for clarification on how to move these judgments out in a way that isn't also harming me. But it moves the energy and it acknowledges the truth that, yes, I have had that judgment and I'm ready to let it go and move forward. But I also felt like I had to say it, like I just needed to say it. But then it really caused a lot of physical pain. Right. Well, remember, it's not in, it's not in necessarily what we're saying that's causing that so much as the acknowledgement, acknowledge, the acknowledgement of it set off a chain of events. If, if we go back to the, the beginning of the interview, I mentioned even our physical material is made up of wave particles that have to change or alchemize. And, and this really applies directly to the body. You know, personally, what I've seen is a lot of physical detoxification of emotion that is taking place. So if you look at what happened in the mouth as, um, you know, perhaps um, uh, something that was uh, a consequence, of what you did, how is that truly helping the situation? What the guides are saying is 
the perception of what went on within your body could easily be perceived uh, or looked at as a detoxification of emotional energy. And there are going to be many outlets for this in our physical body as we continue on this journey because our material, our physical material, our muscles, our tissues, our joints, our organs has been holding on to so much that we've suppressed. And to acknowledge that much in, in such a, a quick um, um, release is, of course, going to have some type of ramification on the body. But for you, is it still there? What the guy I want to say, is it still there? It's, is it something that you haven't healed? It's getting slightly better, but it's a persistent um, chronic. Yeah. Like, we want you to really go back to the time in which that came up and to think about how you felt about it within. Right. How did it make you feel that you had those, you know, feelings of hate and judgment? Because that might be carried with you in how you expressed it as well, right? That you did something wrong and you shouldn't have done that. We stay in this kind of energetic loop where we replay things that happen to us time and time again. It's like being in a car accident and, and, and the body mimicking the pain of the car accident several years later. Sometimes our body has to purge the trauma of what it went through, and it has to recalibrate, and tissues have to reform. You know, it's not no different than if we have an emotional reaction or some type of judgment to an experience. It's really all in how you look at it. Your perception of it is where they're guiding us. So that love and compassion for yourself is really what's important to allow that to heal. Okay. Yeah, go back to the message that we brought in from Mary Magdalene. Thank you. You know, before before going on a pilgrimage, her body gave her a strong message that she was going to have to rid herself of so many things that would hold her back from what she was here to do. And, and I'm here to tell you, almost everyone on this call and the people that I work with has really big things to do in the fifth dimension. And so many of us are, are going inward right now to prepare for that or we're realigning our physical bodies or our physical environment to be that new platform for where we're going. So try to be at peace with that process and let it unfold. <laughs> okay. That's our best advice. <laughs> thank you so much for talking with me. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Oh, absolutely. All right. Many blessings, Michelle. Yes, I think all of us are going through that in different ways. It's Yeah, because we all have mm -hmm. important roles to play. <laughs> Um, right. Yes. Well, I, you okay. know, and I'll tell you too. I I woke up the other day with a very strange rash on both of my arms, and I thought, how interesting. Where is this coming from? And as I tune in, what I can tell you is, we have multiple physical lineages that we hold these patterns, you know, within our physical DNA. And this, this is a fast-moving energy, Carrie. So a lot of things in the body are coming up and purging in addition, you know, to these identities alchemizing. And it's kind of like whack-a-mole. That's the way I describe it. You know, something comes up in the body and we try to whack it and then something else comes up that's completely unrelated and we try <laughs> to whack that. Uh, um, and, and it really is an energetic process, I think, that, that we really have to stay calm with and allow to, to anchor through. I really yes. feel like by the time we get to the mid-2021 range, a lot of that is going to be um, passing through, clearing out, ending for us. 
Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me go to a, another caller. Uh, next caller, I'm going to um, area code 617. 617, you're live. Hello? Hi. <laughs> Carrie? Yes. <laughs> Hi, this is Deborah. How are you? Oh, hi, Deborah. I'm I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Uh, for the most part, I'm fantastic. Yes, I understand. Uh, <laughs> are you enjoying the well, I, Are you enjoying the show today? I very very much. Yes, very much. Um, I haven't been able to. I listen to every show you do, but I. This is very, very seldom I get a chance to, well, because I'm home. <laughs> right. Listen live. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 But um, there was a question that I had for Michaela, and it has to do with judgment. Um, thousands of years ago, back when I was like seven years old, um, and this just came up the other day. Um, now believe me, I I can remember back to when I was like at between being born and a year, but we won't go there. But um, yeah, back when I was seven years old, there was um, a woman who lived across the street from us, and she had a little boy. And well, I was watching some something that was, it was talking about um, how bad a product. I won't say the pro what the product was, but how bad it was for you. And um, this woman who lived across the street from us, my older sister, used to babysit her little boy and her other little girls. And um, I remember the little boy, he was jaundice. Um, I just I remember him very, very clearly. And he was a very sickly little child. And um, it just hit me the other day when I saw this product, and it just brought me right back to what she used to feed him in his bottle, and it just mm. threw me because it was the worst thing you could ever give a child in a bottle, and I thought that woman was the most lovely woman from what I remember of her, but now my thoughts are in judgment of her for feeding her child this product in a bottle. And he was, he eventually, I would say, before the summer ended, he passed away. But um, I was really judging this woman for that. And my question is, I know I remember everything. Everyone in my family says, oh, you remember everything, and I do. But why this child came up, um, well, I'm kind of figuring probably because it was that product that I saw that they were stating is it's just rotten for everybody. But I just couldn't figure out why this woman would feed that to her her baby, who obviously mm. had kidney problems. Mm. Well, so, we can never so know what a, you know what two souls. Yeah, and so you know, there's a couple of different issues we can address here. You know, in the judgment, I'll give you an interesting message that came in during the course from the Pleiadians, and they were talking about how in their star system, the reason they abolished the need for corporal punishment was that they realized it would only um, deplete their their available pool of love. 
So mm-hmm. if they were to, you know, judge people or put them into some form of corporal punishment as opposed to, you know, rehabilitate, have compassion for them in some way because we were all connected, um, you know, we were only reducing our own pool of love. So my advice to you is to go into that judgment yourself to see where it might be important for you to alchemize a part of yourself that wants to transition because that's an important theme that's going on right now. You know, not that you had anything to do with it directly, but to have some significant childhood memory come back to you, you know, in such a deliberate physical form could be no mistake. I think that if there's any evidence of oversoul activity, it's that because it doesn't even um, it doesn't show up only uh, in insight. It, we're guided and physical to signs and synchronicities and guideposts like that, and it may just be for you to consider, you know, this person and how there might be other things showing up in your life similar that you're meant to address differently. And it's not that you're bad mm. for the judgment. You know, let's clarify that right now i think what we're learning before we actually get there is how to be in a state of unity consciousness you know the guides would say even some of the most horrible traumas on our planet that we think that we were not a part of wars we have a cord to you know we're all a part of Mm. of history in some way so if we're either bearing witness to it or we're directly impacted by it it's a part of our, you know, personal holographic experience, and it has meaning. So I would contemplate that meaning for you, but but also consider that, you know, we can look at this in a different way, like those loving eyes of Divine Mother and lining those people up to say perhaps they didn't know or they were subjected to mm-hmm. like, something in their life mm-hmm. that was a pattern that they're repeating. You know, this is really how I think we change some of this on the planet is to acknowledge that it's not just her issue alone. It wasn't something that she did to someone else. It's something that shows up on our planet time and time again that unless we align with the energy differently is going to continue to show up. And and we put these little speed bumps in these timelines. You know, they're, they're pretty fast-moving trains themselves when – there's abuse or trauma like that in some way. And we don't think that in the moment, in this present moment, that we can affect something that's happened in the past, but we actually can because mm-hmm. there's really no past or future. You know, everything happens in the now. So consider this opportunity to review this as also um, perhaps a portal to changing it through your interaction. Exactly. Yes. Mm. Wow. Oh, Oh, wow, that's fantastic. I really appreciate it because I had, I that hit me on Sunday and it's just been on my mind, you know, 24-7 ever since. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank You're you, so Deborah. It, it, it's, yeah, it's always not about, it's not always about what we do in physical. You know, what we, how we align with the energy is just as powerful and sometimes helps to guide us in directions and physical that we would have never thought could be related to that one incident, that we can be a healer for mm-hmm. someone else. You know, that's really how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, powerful, thank Deborah. Again. Thank you so much. <laughs> that it, is, it really You're is. so welcome. It really is. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much.
Lots of love to you, Deborah. Uh-huh. Nice to hear your you voice, too, by the Carrie. way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Blessings, Deborah. Okay. That I love that response. <laughs> All your responses. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to do one more. Let's see. Um, Area code 412. 412, you're live. Hi. Hello, Carrie. Hello. Hello. Hi, it's you. Welcome. Thank you very much for taking my call, Carrie and Michaela. It's nice to hear your melodious voice again. I must have, like, disappeared for several years just, like, helping those that have demands or, or, or not demands, but just those that I love and are willing to give up my time. And um, so I haven't um, – I think I was on the eighth or the ninth inner circle. Anyways, um, what I – my question, I have a couple. The, you were talking about the Schumann, and as I – the Schumann in um, relating to what's going on presently – and mm-hmm. as I recall, I thought the Schumann was a difference in um, certain people's understanding of what actually occurred during reality. And I can't remember what your example was, but it was someone that had passed and people thought that he had passed, but he really hadn't passed. So I don't understand oh. why differences are working for us in the collective. The other thing I was questioning, I saw at the bottom of your um, first, uh, the, in your package in the first section, um, where um, Magdalena and the Divine Mother were quoted as saying, you are your greatest twin flame. I had no idea that we were our own twin flame. I I just and I I didn't that just never occurred to me. And um the woman who just called from Massachusetts, Deborah, um she was talking about something that had occurred in the past and you know, less than a week ago, I had a horrific and I haven't had a horrific nightmare in years about childhood abuse and I went mm. right back there and I'm mm-hmm. and in my dream I'm trying to fight for so long and you know when your arms and everything doesn't work and you're dreaming you can't run and you can't do anything. I couldn't fly either. So I just said, Okay, I give up, do it and and then I woke up. I I I question are a lot of us having a resurfacing of our childhood um, memories or traumas or however you want to call them. Um, mm-hmm. And those are my questions. Yeah, the dream state really has been a focal point for energy clearing. And that's mm-hmm. the guides have said this constantly, is that if we are dreaming about things from the past right now, you know, relationships, traumas, things like that, it's not unlike seeing those reptilian energies that a lot of people are seeing right now in the collective. It's it's the energy that's passing through. So we're we're simply in a state where we are observing the energy that's clearing. And that and Gaia is assisting us to do that. Um I love that. regarding the twin yeah, for sure. So that's that's really <laughs> coming in strong. You're not alone with the dreams. Mm-hmm. I will a tell lot you, of people I, wrote I, in I about heard... dreams, by the way, so mm-hmm. and the Schumann. Constantly. So she's bringing up what everybody yeah. else is bringing up. Okay, and, I, and you know, I'm not sure I completely understand your question about the Schumann, but I'm going to answer it in a couple of different ways. And so the guides call it a harmonic capture, 
uh, that Gaia's core is like a, an acoustic sounding board. And the vibration of every living being upon Gaia, like a universal calculator, is configured in that core. And there's a resonance that is sent back out to all humans. So this is when we, when we consider that tipping point, you know, that a lot of people talk about with consciousness or how we can affect the rest of the collective. The Schumann helps us to do that. But what I think you're getting at is the difference in speed and timelines. And that's a really um, big topic. But, you know, we've created um, timelines that exist in a slower speed than what we've achieved on the planet right now. And so that ties into the identities. The identities that feel the most uncomfortable to you are the ones that are slowly, slowly vibrating. They don't keep up with who we've become but timelines are like that as well. So many of us have multiple timelines that ex exist in different speeds or in different dimensions, and that can get really confusing. Um, I kind of want to tie into what people call the mandala effect because I think it's relevant yes. to what you're That's asking. What mm -hmm. Right? Um, what yes. happens is our, our past, a memory from our past, uh, was created in a speed of vibration. But we are vibrating in a higher speed now. So we almost have to take all the parts of that timeline and reassemble them in a new dimension. And that's why things seem different or people don't remember things the same way. Mm -hmm. It's like taking mm -hmm. the pieces of a puzzle, pulling them apart, and reassembling them in a different house. And, you know, that's what we're doing with timelines. So it's just a it's just a factor of how this alchemy is taking place timeline wise that we've talked about at the level of the soul. We're just moving information and we're transitioning it transitioning it into a higher dimension with us. So it's not that the timeline itself is changing, but the way that our consciousness perceives it is different. Does that make sense? No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It went yeah. right over my head. I, I was trying. I really was. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, let's break it down and let's say, you know, you have a memory on a beach. You and your dad were throwing a, a red beach ball. And that's a memory that you've okay. had for a really long time. And, you know, that red beach ball, your dad, the beach, all of that are components of a vibrational timeline. They're imprinted with an emotion and with a speed. And that speed of vibration is really slow. Because back then, it was a different earth. You were a different human. Right. Our collective was different. We've shifted into a higher speed. We are really bridging into the fifth dimension. I don't think we're all the way there yet. I think we're in this wonky place. <laughs> I think it's really like fourth dimensional and we still have a lot of timelines in different dimensions, you know? And that's what is, is, yeah. is a wonky place, right? But as that memory transitions with you into a higher speed, now all of a sudden that ball is blue or the beach is different or dad was on the other side of the beach and then you can't remember the location or I, you know, maybe someone else is a third person there that you're throwing the ball with. It's really because mm -hmm. the components of that memory are being alchemized into a new dimension. And it's not oh. that the memory itself has changed, right? And consider this. this is, I mean, this is kind of a crazy topic to get into. But you and your dad throwing that beach ball isn't really, that never really ended. 
it still goes on. You know, things from our past. Now that I can understand. (laughs) Yeah, like we've moved past that, and right. So, so, so a soul that is passed on, um, there. it, there's an imprint. You know, this is why a medium can speak to a soul that is passed on from the earth. That that soul reintegrates into the one and refragments and takes on other lives and dimensions. But the imprint, our identity, remains and it still continues on in all of these timelines that we've been on. And so we can connect with that imprint, that identity of that soul. And so part of what you're experiencing now is very similar to transitioning between dimensions. We're just doing it on the earth, you see? It's, it's really, yeah. it's, it's kind of a strange anomaly. But yeah, I hope that did, helps. Did that help? Did it, <laughs> yes, that, yeah, that helps a lot because I, I, okay. I understood, you know. And, and what about the um, you are your greatest twin flame? If you could yeah. tell us all well, about that this growth. is a direct, yeah, direct quote from from that class about our oversoul. We are our own ascended master. We are everything that we look at. Every human, animal, plant we connect with is a part of us. That's really where this class gradually took us. Is that everything that we desire in the outer world, everything we interact with is ourself in some form. Because if we take this all the way up to the oversoul and that origination point, we are that fragment of God consciousness. So our oversoul is our greatest twin flame. It's our greatest ascended master. We are walking ascended masters. Oh. We even had a question in the course about how can we all carry um, a fragment of an ascended master? And they said, because you're that massive. You're that massive. For Archangel Michael to be in so many places at once, his soul is fragmented into all of us. And and many of us carry assignments to hold multiple fragments of ascended masters. It's amazing when you think about it that way. So so that quote alludes to the fact that we are, everything is in us and, and we are within everything. Absolutely you, beautiful. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank you so very much because, you know, in my meditation or whatever, I reach for my ancestral ascended masters or things of that sort and are those that are working with me and for me and love me. And I, well, it goes back to love thyself, but I just, it I never thought of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's powerful. That's a beautiful, Michaela. I thought I thoroughly thank you for that explanation. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so thank welcome. you for bringing all this forth by your wonderful questions. I appreciate that. All right. And, um, thank you for taking my call. You're so welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. Any right. blessings to you. Um, okay, Michaela, a couple of people were asking about, let's see, Activating your galactic DNA right now, um, mm-hmm. and you do you actually talk about that right in the uh, class? Let me see. Do you talk about that? Um, well, what I think ahead. is going on right mm-hmm. now is that our galactic DNA is being activated, and mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of processes that we can do, you know, to to work with that or to. You know, if we're going to deliberately focus on anything, of course, we are going to, you know, ascend it in some way. So, of course, if we're working with the DNA, we're going to go, you know, beyond that curve. But, 
you know, right now, again, this crystallization process is taking place. We've already started a chain of events that is allowing that to happen. I think personally the most important thing to focus on and that this class teaches is how the crystalline DNA channels cosmic information into our physical reality. And that mm -hmm. requires us to be really present with it. And, you know, I love the, the previous question about the twin flame and how the guys in this course are, are bringing in processes to um, focus more on self-love and compassion because mm -hmm. that is really where that, that God love frequency manifests from, and it, it, it puts us in the vibration to magnetize um, you know, more of it, right? So um, I'm not so, you know, I don't think that the course itself is so much focused on crystallizing the DNA. However, I will say uh, the final activation, this is in the fifth transmission, which was on universal gateways. They uh, did some um, reconnections for us to the universal grids from our personal meridian system, and it was pretty profound. This is where I think a lot of that um, integration of the crystalline and carbon DNA strands was focused on by the guides. Mm -hmm. um, and that can obviously be a side effect of anything that we interact with. You might be called to this course simply because there's some part of you cosmically that is going to be uh, awoken or activated by what the guys are saying, right? It might not be about so alchemy for you. There's so much uh, in these courses that uh, people are drawn to them for different reasons, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're quite cosmic and they activate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people in different and unique ways because you cover so many different quantum topics. Um, you know, bringing in you know, all these, you know, um, well, just the different collectives that come in, you know, that address all these different topics. There's a lot of layers to these um, classes or courses or whatever you want to call them. But um, the crystalline DNA, what's interesting when you were talking about that, what I was feeling was that kind of going back to that topic of, you know, freedom and creativity that we brought up a couple of times, I always feel that crystalline DNA activating when I'm in that state of pure presence and when I'm in that creative zone. Um, it's kind of like that's when those things occur, not by making them happen, but you're in the state right. to allow for that. And um, I really want to encourage everyone um, to utilize their time right now. If they have a little extra time, if they're home or, they, you know, they're working from home or whatever, um, to tap into your creativity and use this time to really empower yourself, you know, with courses like Michaela's that will really tap into your oversoul information, that universal data that wants to come in and just just to be in that receptive state to allow for that because we are so significant, our roles right now, Michaela, as light workers, as way showers, um, while all of this is happening on the planet, that for us to be in a space to receive um, the information that is best for all of us is, is really important right now. Um, so, and these are gateways, like classes like yours, I feel they open us up. They're gateways to what we need to 
experience and how we can help not only ourselves but everyone around us. So what do you want to say, Michaela, to wrap all this up and, um, Mm. you know, as we bring uh, this amazing call to a close, what feels important to share? Stay in the zone of your personal experience and, and bring in as much freedom and creativity as you can because that's really, you know, the crystalline DNA doesn't have any purpose if it's not connected to something physical. Mm-hmm. You know, we can work all day long on these, you know, activations and things, but, but really what we're being called to do right now is to take it and put it into motion. So find that, that tool, that gift that ability that brings you joy and utilize that right now as a platform to support and assist all others who are going through this very difficult transition right along with you. And I think what we're going to find on the other side is the birth of a lot of new creative ideas, technologies, ways to teach, ways to um, manifest material. And we're just going through this transition hand in hand. So I, I, I appreciate all of you who are willing and uh, here to get to, today together to, uh, to join in and do that because I think it's so important right now. It is. Yeah. Birthing something new. I mean, that's the the beauty of everything that we're going through right now, right, Michaela, is just the birthing of all oh. these new ideas, new ways, new that's everything. That's what it's all about. Yes. That's what it's all about. I I see people, I was, you know, I was talking today to my sister, and I said, I've never seen so many people outside walking. Exactly, uh, me too. You know, when, me too. when have we had the, the time to do that? And, and every time you're doing that right now where you feel this restriction from doing, you know, imagine that being your reality, that you have the time and the freedom and the ability to do whatever you want but still – impact the collective and and create a a personal experience. That's really what we're moving towards. It's the old stuff that has to clear out of our way that's been the roadblock to this that we are in the midst of right now. You know, that was a beautiful thing to share, Michaela, because even as I've been doing this show, I've been looking out the window, and each day, you know, this week, all I see are just people outside playing with their children, um, walking, and really enjoying Mm -hmm. nature and being more creative and playing more. And that's exactly right. That's what we need to do all the time. You know, and this has given yeah. us an opportunity to to realize that. And so that was a great point to make. So many great points. And a lot of people have mm-hmm. written in, um, like, it's been an unbelievably powerful and relevant call. And so it is. So much love to everyone. So, so great. Um, lots of uh, reach, rich, deep, wise call. Um yeah, I'm glad we were all here together. And Michaela, I always love our time. Um, it's always enlightening and fun and mm-hmm, <laughs> fascinating. <me too>. So, <laughs> quantumly fascinating. But, well, lots of love to you, Michaela. Thank you again. Thank you. Thanks for and, having me. Uh, to everybody who's joined us, thank you so much for the gift of your time, your openness, your love, your presence today. We appreciate you so much. Hope you received the insights and the messages that are most beneficial for you at this time. Please remember to consider Michaela's beautiful offer. Uh, you can find it in our marketplace, and you'll see all the information in your replay email later today. 
So thank you for going on this soulful adventure with us today. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and please offer it to those you encounter uh, today, tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. I will see you back here in this playground of light. Uh, next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Carrie Murphy Show, straight talk for the soul. As a soul success coach, best-selling author, media personality, and founder and CEO of Empowerment Coaching Solutions, Carrie is on a mission to awaken and inspire millions globally. You can visit Carrie's website and success store and check out all of her coaching programs, books, classes, and events by going to www.carrymurphy.com. That's C-A-R-I-M-U-R-P-H-Y dot com. While you're there, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and then return here to join Carrie for some straight talk for the soul.